Welcome to the Savvy Scribe Podcast. I am so glad you're here. Before we start the show, if you're interested, we have a free Facebook group called Savvy Nurse Writer Community. I appreciate you following and listening to me today. And I would love if you would subscribe via iTunes. And if you love our show, can I ask you for a review? Select ratings and reviews and write a review. It's that simple. I would love to read your review and it helps other nurses like you find our podcast. Thanks so much. Welcome to The Savvy Scribe, a podcast for freelance healthcare and medical writers who want to start or grow their business. Your hosts, Carol Bush and Janine Kalbach, will help you build a profitable health writing business without having to spend years figuring it out on your own. Now, let's join the conversation. Hey guys, Janine here just popping in. I wanted to let you guys know about a strategic coaching program called the Savvy Scribe Growth Lab that we have going on right now. If you are a healthcare writer that is ready to start mastering those foundational skills needed to focus and land your first paid writing gig, join us in less than eight weeks. That is our goal for you. Carol Bush and I, the host of this podcast, are ready to support you with some group training, coaching, and co-working sessions, along with a lot of accountability. If you go to SavvyScribeGrowthLab.WriteRN, like you're writing something, RN.net, you will see our landing page and everything that's included. Come join us. We're excited to have you. And back to the show. Hello, Savvy Scribes, and welcome to another podcast episode. And today, it's just Carol and I talking all about a strategy we want to bring forth to you guys, talking about EAT, or E-A-T, and what the heck does that mean? Well, we're going to have an awesome freebie for you guys. Download it. We're going to talk about it now. So first, here's Carol. Say hi, Carol. Good morning. <laughs> Actually, here in Kansas, good morning. Um, it, and you, you guys know Janine and I are morning people. We have a lot of energy. So you might be listening to this podcast episode while you're driving, as you're walking. Um, but a.m., whatever you want. You can listen yes. to whatever you want. But right now, it's morning. <laughs> the sun is exactly. shining here in Ohio, which is rare. But hopefully, we have some spring weather coming our way. Yeah, um, we're very, I'm really excited, uh, Janine, that we're bringing this uh, topic to our tribe and to our clients. And I'm even more doubly excited that we got together and decided, hey, let's not just do, um, you know, as a result of research into the Google Eat rating, let's not just share the podcast, let's develop something that's going to be helpful for our tribe of savvy scribes, our high performing health writers, um, our clients and their clients as well. So I'm really excited to dig into the topic today. So be aware, you guys, when you go to, you'll see the transcript from the show, the show notes today, and that downloadable. Feel free to send that to your potential clients as an introduction and how to, um, why they should hire you in a sense as a healthcare writer. And I really just quickly want to touch on the background. You said we, you were researching for one of our clients, Carol? Yes, exactly. So we were um, 
you know, we get approached all the time by some really awesome clients because um, through the healthcare marketing network, we are a talent pool and a collective connecting high performing health writers to health brands that need awesome copy. And we were working with a client proposal and they had shared with me that in the recent uh, Google update, so they released in, um, I believe it was July or I August. Think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I think July. Yeah. 2018, an update to what's called their search quality evaluator guidelines. And these actually are guidelines that are meant to share with people what does quality uh, look like according to Google's algorithm. And this client shared with us that as a result of the fact that they are um, obviously writing about a health-related information, so a medical condition, and they are marketing to a B to C, so direct-to-consumer, that because of some of their content was not written uh, by a healthcare professional or reviewed by that, they were getting a reduction, a big reduction in their Google Eat rating. And so that really led me to do a lot more research about it. And again, like I said, um, originally, Janine, I learned that Google actually originally released this search quality evaluator guidelines in 2015. And in um, on August 1st, they really shared in that update, um, some more information about how EAT means E stands for expertise, A stands for authoritativeness, and T stands for trustworthiness. In this Google update, they were just really demonstrating that those are three important characteristics for high quality content, especially for websites or industries that are tagged as YMYL or your money or your life. So you might think about this, okay, websites where we are writing content or sharing content that deal with um, life-changing decisions. So especially when you're thinking about health, you know, healthcare, our industry, but think also about the finance industry, like Janine, your husband's in uh, banking and finance yeah. as well. Um, so those are really where um, the EAT or EAT rating are really critical in that branded content, especially for those Your Money or Your Life websites. And um, I just thought it was really fascinating. It is very fascinating. And for those of you who haven't heard about this, this is kind of new in a sense to me when I when I read the article. I had no idea what the EAT, what they meant by that until, you know, obviously I read it. But this is beyond keywords. This is beyond SEO. This has nothing to do with any of that. What it's telling us is that these your money, your life articles. So if you're you know, say you're one of us, you're a healthcare provider, or you're just a random person, and you want to find information about lawyers or something you have to do with legal, well, that's your life, right? So you want a lawyer to write it. You want somebody in that industry to write about it because that means it's credible knowledge. That means what you're receiving from them makes sense and is the truth. So 
What does that mean? That means somebody who has no idea about healthcare probably should not be writing about healthcare. Could they? Sure. Why not? We can all search and research. If you wanted me to write something about legal stuff, I could research it all day long. But Google isn't going to recognize me as an expert and authoritative and trustworthy in that area. So think about it. Even financial stuff, like Carol said, those big life-changing decisions, buying a house, you want advice from a realtor, you want those people in that industry, you know, working on your retirement, you want information from an investor person or financial advisor. So when you're looking at healthcare advice or healthcare content in general, you're going to want a healthcare writer. So that's that's the the big idea behind all this. This isn't to improve your website traffic for keywords and SEO and all that kind of stuff. This is giving your customers the right knowledge. And that's a huge thing behind the Healthcare Marketing Network. And the reason we really established this is because a lot of our patients come to us with the wrong information. They got it off someone's blog somewhere in space, and they might have hired someone who's not a healthcare person writing it. So that is what this is all about today. And that is why we have this downloadable for you guys, because what it is going to go through is first it gives you a little breakdown of the EAT strategy um, for you to be able to perform a website audit. So this is for clients and our writers. Like you guys go on your own website and make sure what you have out there is, is following that EAT strategy. Um, is your messaging clear? You want to make sure you're honest and transparent with all your messaging. Um, what else, Carol? On your home and about page, we can we go through a bunch of little checklists for you to to go through that and a content audit for yourself. Um, and when you look at all this, it's a score. So Google's going to look at you and score you, not just well, this person has five articles that are like this, but the rest are not. So they're not going to get anything. No, it's going to look at your whole website as a whole and put you in those ratings for your EAT score. So ideally, as a client, you want client, customer, you want a good EAT score, especially when you have customers that are looking for care and mm-hmm. things like that in the healthcare industry. And I love, Janine, that you uh, mentioned, hey, this is exactly, um, and this is what hit me with a light, like a lightning bolt was, this is exactly why we founded the Healthcare Marketing Network, because uh, we firmly believe that um, high-performing health writers, so health journalists and healthcare professionals who are uh, freelance health writers, uh, can provide the best expertise authenticity, and of course, trust, because the most trusted professions, according to the U.S. World and News Report for how many years, you know, like 18 or more years, um, the top most trusted professions are nurses, physicians, um, all the licensed healthcare professionals. So automatically, the thing I saw right away was um, it's a great opportunity. Um, This is really a market differentiator for a high-performing health writer. So I think maybe it would be kind of fun for us to talk about, in that download, Janine mentioned that we walk through um, how you can conduct really an audit, and that could be for your own writer website, for your clients, or our awesome clients out there. This is a tool that we use as well um, to help elevate your EAT rating as well. 
so we could probably go through a few things about how to establish now so one of the questions you might have is well how in the heck do you establish eat and your content and janine mentioned in the downloadable looking at really that expertise so you might want to ask yourself who are the experts and just as janine mentioned the people who know the most about your content topics or your industry should be the ones creating and reviewing that content or at the very least, they should be cited as a source. So one of the things in my research, Janine, that I found out was according to those Google search quality guidelines, there are two types of expertise. And this is formal. So you might think about this in a way of especially for uh, the health related or medical, financial and legal industries. Also, the second type of expertise is everyday expertise. When you're thinking about um, this could be people sharing their own life experiences. So in our industry, healthcare, patient advocates, or our own stories as clinical professionals, we're sharing that information on our personal blogs, on forums, reviews, and discussions. So Google considers that type of expertise to be acceptable uh, for a lot of topics, uh, such as you might think about um, how-tos and recipes from that personal experience. So a lot of the wellness sites as well. It's really critical that in our um, your money and your life industry or brands, we need to make sure the everyday expertise is awesome, but we wanna make sure the formal expertise is there. And a couple ways that you can do that, or actually there are three, recruit, health writers or journalists. Professional journalists are trained and high-performing healthcare writers are trained to find and interview sources that are gonna bring you that expertise and the evidence. And just like in the healthcare marketing network with our talent pool, some of our high-performing health writers already have that clinical expertise in research or they're a pharmacist, they're a physician, they're a nurse, they're a uh, social worker, they have that expertise already for your industry. Um, the second thing that you can do is to recruit an editor. So even the most reliable writers can uh, make some typos or possibly attribute the, um, an inaccurate source. So it's really important that uh, you recruit an editor. And then the third thing is that you can look at training your content team. And that's what we do within, not only as our peer group that we, you know, our philosophy, Janine, is rising tides lifts all boats. Yep, that her. we share resources just like this downloadable and we share information. Um, so we're really looking at focusing in, even in our own workflow, when we're working with clients, we provide sources and help people learn to write for our client's brand voice, for example, and we uh, use our style guide. So we develop that, how to write for the health clients, um, the style guide, and then also we do um, look at focusing on some SEO best practices. So like Janine said, these guidelines are not meant to keyword stuff everything, but it's important that as a foundation um, in our craft that we do understand good SEO practices and how to use the expertise of our um, 
health writers and their clinical expertise in that as well. It sounds like another podcast episode, SEO basics or something like that for our writers. So that, because I remember too, when I was first starting out, that was a hard thing to kind of understand. Not so much hard. It's just a lot of research. So stay tuned, you guys. I think we might have to to bring you that in a quick win or something like that. Oh yeah, (laughs) definitely. I know even uh, Janet, you know, Janet Kennedy, our buddy, she knows everyone in the world. I think her next door neighbor is an SEO guru. <laughs> so I'm I'm pretty sure we can get him to uh, join us on upcoming podcasts. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. So um, I really like that you said I'm going to talk to like the content directors, the business developmental people, the marketing people that are working inside a company. So I'm going to talk to you guys really quick about: Are you going to fire all of your current writers? No. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> but what you can do is start to recruit some healthcare professional writers to review your current content to make sure that those people are using those writers. I shouldn't say those people. Those other writers are using some credible resources and that they're giving the correct knowledge out there. Um, and also have people write stories, personal stories, because that is going to help that e- rating as well, that score. Um, and then for you writers out there, really tune yourself in to what you're an expert in. We all, you know, if you're a nurse, I'm speaking from a nurse point of view, we know nursing, right? So we can write a lot about nursing, but you don't want Janine, the OB nurse writing about cardiology. You just don't want to. Could I look it up? Sure. Do I know credible resources? Sure. I'd be a good reviewer for that. But as for starting it off, probably not. Um, so really know yourself, know that you cannot be a superhero and write everything. So if you guys want this downloadable and all these show notes are there, so you guys can go do an audit on your own website and look about your samples, look, look around your samples that you've written and make sure that those clients that you've written for are putting a little byline in their article saying that this was written by a healthcare professional, whatever your licensed credentials are. We'll be right back. You guys, I wrote a book and it's launched and I want you to check it out. Go over to Amazon, look for Savvy Nurse Writer. It'll come up right away, but it's called Savvy Nurse Writer, a nurse's blueprint for starting a profitable freelance health writing business. We have lots of reviews, all five stars, top new release in the first week it was launched in I want to share it with the world. So head on over to Amazon.com, search Savvy Nurse Writer, and get your copy today. And I I love that you pointed out um, that the uh, importance to conduct and cite research. So again, just like you said, Janine, even if your current content creators don't have the clinical expertise, they definitely care about delivering accurate information, as we know. Um, Another thing I think is important, as we're talking about the EAT, um, some strategies to elevate your EAT rating, and in the downloadable, it's not just about your content creation, it's also about um, really reinforcing trust and Focusing on your user. So who are the people, your audience, again, you always hear us talking about who are you writing for or who are we creating content for, your audience. So 
again, just reinforcing, write your content, um, not just to be found in search, but you really need to prioritize what are your audience or your users um, looking for. Uh, one question I always like to help people ask is, does this help my user or my audience? And would I do this or would I write about this or would I write about this topic even if search engines didn't exist? So I think um, definitely that's really important. Another thing is um, make it easy for folks to contact a human on your website. That that actually really underscores trust. So what's the biggest frustration when we're on a website and maybe we have a question, we're a customer or a client, and how can I find people and how can I talk to a real human? Janine, you pointed out that this relates right back to what you said um, about a company's About Us page. It's a great opportunity to explain to your readers, whether it is on your own writer website or for your client about who you are, um, introduce some of your team and the photos. And that really helps um, reinforce trust and make us all uh, be humans. Uh, another thing I think that the downloadable also goes into, and this relates to trust, we want to help our users or our clients our audience feels safe when they're contacting us. So this is very, very key, especially if you are um, in the your money or your life brand or any e-commerce site, make sure you have a lock and key in the URL bar and that you have a safety certificate. So um, also looking at using the you know air quotes here HTTPS. So we do still see Janine many many websites that do not have a SSL or safety certificate. So it's really important um, to update, make sure your website is safe, and also to include any other type of uh, certificates um, for safety or HIPAA HIPAA. Um, Guidelines. Yeah, hit the guidelines if you are like doing telehealth, et cetera. So, so I think if, those are some things. If you're kind of like, what the heck is Carol talking about? What's an SSL? I thought it was just HTTP. What's this S? You'll know those websites if you've ever gone to research whatever or you're just looking at, I mean, it could be the, the pet store down the road and you're looking for dog food and you go on their website and it says, do you want to proceed? because your, your browser is stopping you because it's a safety thing. And you're like, yeah, it's just a pet store down the road. Sure, I'll proceed. But if you didn't know who that was, that could be some sort of spammy, intruder, internet crime kind of stuff going on. So <laughs> most websites, when you start to set up a website, it, I think it's defaulted to make it safe. But you should know if you've ever gone to your own website outside of your own computer, it should stop you if it's a safety concern. So if you don't have it, you might already know that, but just yeah. to make sense of the internet jabber for you guys. And I also think as well that in the show notes, you'll want to um, take a look on our website because we will include links to some information about some of those you know, key topics as well. So always the podcast is fun to listen to, but one of our goals in um, the show notes is really to link to additional resources 
externally as well as um, elsewhere on the Healthcare Marketing Network blog, where some of our high-performing writers have written some really key and helpful information in a lot of these topic areas as well. And one more thing I want to go back to is talking about the human side of things. We also have links to our calendars. If you just want to talk to us for 20 minutes, book a free call, call with us. Just go to our website. You'll see our calendar link um, or the Facebook group. You can easily contact us. We're, we're here all the time, so feel free to reach out. We're here to answer any of your guys' questions. Um, if you have any questions about this EAT strategy, we'll be more than happy to address them. You'll get your free downloadable five ways to establish credibility and strengthen EAT EAT. Perfect. I, I think, Janine, I'm very excited to hear from people after they listen to the podcast and download that EAT uh, little uh, checklist. I'd love to hear from people and see yeah. how are they how are they using it. Did they find it valuable? I'd love to even hear if they used it in their own website and how that helped, or if they were able to use it with a client. Um, we'd love to hear from you. So there's a couple ways that you can definitely get a hold of us and share that information. And that's number one. Like I said, just go to our website on the homepage, actually any page, click on the right-hand side. There's a little mic. Leave us a, a message about feedback related to the Eat Downloadable or any questions that you have about SEO. We'd love to hear. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, I think we could probably wrap it up for today. If you guys really love what you're hearing, we would love to hear from you. If you go to the iTunes link and leave us a five-star review, we'd probably be your best friend forever. <laughs> <laughs> and we are so psyched because people, we're engaging with people from all over the world, Janine. Um, so with Within our Facebook community, we love, love, love having new high-performing health writer members. So love for you to uh, join our community on Facebook. And we are getting uh, a ton of emails, those five-star reviews, of course, we love. We want to reach more high-performing health writers. Thanks so much to all of you. Uh, for listening. And Janine, I think I'll just let everyone know they need to now go, go get your, get your ride on. on. Hey, Janine Poppin in here. I wanted to let you guys know if you didn't know how to get a hold of us to work with us, you can always just send us an email at savvy scribes with an S at the end at gmail.com. We're willing to help you find a freelance writer for your business. We are willing to answer any questions that you might have. Just shoot us an email, and Carol and I will get back to you probably within the next 24 hours. SavvyScribes at gmail.com. Back to the show. That's a wrap for today's episode of The Savvy Scribe. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time. Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore if freelance writing is your next PRN job or even full-time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.